There's a big shakeup at Disney with CEO Bob Iger stepping down. From acquiring Marvel to Disney Plus to Baby Yoda, we break down his legacy and talk about the New York Toy Fair. Stick around for your Daily Charge. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, February 26th. I'm Roger Chang. And I'm Mike Sorrentino. And here are today's headlines. Disney's Bob Iger stepped down as CEO, but will remain as executive chairman until the end of the year. While his departure has been widely anticipated, the news still comes as a bit of a shocker since he had delayed his retirement multiple times to find a successor. We've got one now. His name is Bob Chapik. Uh, he'll take over as CEO. And, but before we, we talk about Bob, well, let's talk about the original Bob, Bob Iger, <laughs> and his contribution to Disney. What were some of the big highlights for you? Bob to Bob for Disney. Yes. So that, yeah, it came out of nowhere in the middle of the earnings call uh, yep. yesterday. Um, and in a way, he gets to go out kind of on top. Like mm-hmm. Disney Plus, their streaming service launch was very successful. Right. Um, the photo that we that was just ran on the screen, he gets to go out with like a corporate photo of him and a little baby Yoda. It's kind of yeah. hard to not get around that. So, so beyond beyond Disney Plus, which is obviously this most recent thing, but there there have been a lot of big uh, successes credited mm-hmm. to Bob Iger, right? He's I mean he's basically bought up most of our childhood, right? Yeah, yeah. Which Pixar, mean? Marvel. Uh, wait, what was the latest acquisition? <laughs> Uh, well, he, he's basically bought everything. Lucasfilm. Fox, Lucasfilms, Fox. Yeah, Star. Why? How can I miss Star Wars? Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, and and Fox, right? And so he's he's cobbled together this sort of massive Hollywood infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You know, he's actually improved the parks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, when he, I think, when he started, uh, a bunch of the parks were not doing well, mm-hmm. and he was credited towards like building up uh, Disney, uh, Disneyland Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and or Japan, and building up Disney California Adventures. So like, mm-hmm. he's done a lot for the company, um, but. You gotta go back to Disney Plus and The Mandalorian, yeah. which is just sort of the latest thing that's fresh in our minds. It's, it's a fascinating juncture, um, since on one hand, like there's so much now going forward, there's so much, especially with the Fox acquisition, there's yeah. a lot of new activity going on. Um so he's choosing to step away um amidst like um you know, Mar Sorry. <laughs> Marvel's like uh, all the movies that they're about to relaunch for the phase four and right. uh well, and of course, we've got to talk about Baby Yoda. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, like he he kind of ends his uh, his tenure with like this viral sensation. Yeah, and having done like in the launch of Disney Plus, mm-hmm. he'd done several interviews, like going over like the early briefs of that show and um, overseeing that. Um, it's it's also sort of confusing because since there were twenty months left on his extension, I believe. Was yeah, that? yeah, and he is. I mean, he's sticking around. My guess is he's he's focusing largely on sort of the entertainment aspects, the the film studio part of the, uh, the business, uh, and letting the new Bob mm-hmm. uh, Chapik deal with sort of the day to day operations as a CEO. And then on the other hand, because so much was built up, it might, from the consumer's perspective, it might not be that noticeable because everything has already been put into motion, and right. then right. it's just a matter of them Disney continuing to ride through their decisions for the next couple years of movie and park exactly. stuff. All right, so speaking of Disney Plus and Baby Yoda, we finally got a lot, and I mean a lot of Baby Yoda merchandise at Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. Mike, you were, you were there all weekend. Mm-hmm. Break it down. What, what was the Baby Yoda stuff? Yeah, Bridget, Carrie, and I, uh, we were running around the New York Toy Fair for the last like four days, and uh, on the very first um, two days before Toy Fair officially kicked off, we went to an event uh, in New York where it was like the debut of these Baby Yoda toys. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest one by far was the animatronic Baby Yoda uh, he, he goes for sixty dollars, but he was really realistic. Is that Hasbro? Or? Yeah, uh, that was that was Hasbro. Yeah. Okay. And um, it moves and it does all. It moves. It, makes noise. it coos. I mean, uh, it doesn't yeah. come with the crib that you may have just seen on the B roll for that. 
Um, but uh, how much is how much is the crib? Is it like an extra? <laughs> they don't, they're not selling the crib. Oh, was, they're not. They should. This is a display. Missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. should, like if they sold that crib for like another sixty bucks, people would buy it. I joked about that during um, when I when I had a Hasbro meeting. Uh, I was just like, I thought you guys were going to charge three hundred dollars and be like with the crib. People um, would buy it. The um, a bit a year before they had a similar toy. It was a Chewbacca with gorgeous hair, and you, it would have it had sensors all over it, and when you it would take a nap or you turn up the oh, down. Really? That one was a, a little bit more expensive oh, wow. than the Yoda one. Um, but they also like reps uh, that were uh, Disney reps that were at the event were um, really honest. It's many of them, including one of the VPs, they didn't know about Baby Yoda until Disney Plus's launch. Oh wow! And literally the day after launch, walked into work and was like, "We gotta where's get our, on yeah, this." Where's our Baby Yoda merch? Right? Yeah, and and it's it's it was interesting because it wasn't even like they're given a warning of like, "Hey, we're gonna yeah, it's, get going it, with the toys." Like, it's definitely this uh, you know fodder for debate, right? Did did Disney do the right thing by? Keeping it a secret and then like not having the merchandise, or did they shoot themselves in a foot, mm. like on in the foot? Well, like, creatively, I think it was definitely creatively. A good it was a great decision. But fiscally, but, if you're on the business side right. of that account, you're like, wait, we we could have made how many billions yeah. on Baby Yoda Funko Pops? Which led to like that initial run of pre-orders. They they talked about how three weeks after the the reveal of Baby Yoda, yep. they were able to get pre-orders going for things like T-shirts and phone right. cases and other like print on demand because that's a quick way to get going. Um, but then at this event, in addition to the Baby Yoda animatronic, there was Baby Yoda themed board games. Um, there's on the other side, while Baby Yoda's involved, there's the Lego Mandalorian Razor Crest ship right. as well. Um, so we got, we got to move on. There's a lot of Baby Yoda stuff yeah. and Mandalorian stuff, but I want to talk about Hot Wheels because they also, mm-hmm. you know, made some waves with their teeny tiny Cybertruck. Mm-hmm. The, the t- two different, t- two different Cybertrucks. Yeah. There's a $400 version. Uh, that's still a, a bigger, s- still a bargain compared to the actual yeah, yeah. thing. So thousands of dollars less as long as you don't need a ride in it. <laughs> right. Um, so there's that, and they even include a sticker that lets you recreate the reveal moment where they were like, "It's unbreakable." <laughs> Throw a rock. Just kidding. Or it's a steel ball. To be fair, ball. thank you. Yes. Um, Which and, I love. I love that detail, and like they they clearly had to get like. Elon Musk's approval for that. So like yeah, it yeah. shows that Tesla at least has a sense of humor about that. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. So that car goes for about $400 and is being a limited edition. It's not for everyone. What, what about the $20 one? Yes. There's a much cheaper $20 version that fits onto traditional Hot Wheels tracks. Right. And uh, it's also an RC car, so you can remote control it. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's uh, if you really want to get a Tesla Cybertruck, it's not important for you to drive it. You can get right. that. And uh, I think the pre-order... I think the pre-order for the actual truck is cheaper than buying the $400 truck. I think you only need to put down like $100 still oh, wow. for a Tesla Cybertruck right. pre-order. Right. And then cancel and get the money back whenever you want. Um, so beyond Cybertruck and Baby Yoda, what were some of the other highlights? And let's run through them quick because yeah, we don't yeah. got a lot of time. Um, I visited a DC Collectibles on, okay. a Saturday, on, on Monday. And they had a really cool like artsy take on Batman oh. uh, uh, Batman co- costumes um, so they, they have this artist alley line that mm. they are like in- continuing to go through um, the uh, uh, Bridget visited this Amazon Alexa kitchen um, yes. it's a company that um, the way it works is uh, it's a $300 kitchen and the uh, Alexa it works with an Alexa skill mm-hmm. that um when it's connected to the kitchen, to- kids would, te- would uh, pick up like items like food and have it scan, and then it would like 
acknowledge it. Oh, wow. So kids don't have to continuously say Alexa this, Alexa that. Right. Uh, the Alexa assistant would lead kids through different various games you could play in it. Mm. Half of it was like a kitchen style thing, and the right. other half, when you flip it around, is like a supermarket uh, thing. The version that she saw um, in the video and article are on CNET, and she even goes through some of the privacy issues right. involving Alexa with it as well. Um, it, it, when seeing the video, it really helped connect because it's not like the, the thing is really listening to the children. Because mm. I think there was a, definitely a worry of like, at any given moment, you're two seconds away from maybe buying cookies right, through the right. thing. But since the skill like sort of controls exactly what the interaction is. It was an interesting concept, but it's very early. It's going to be um, uh, a, a while till it's officially ready. The release date is escaping me right now, actually. Yeah, and we saw, by the way, we just some of the B-roll were rolling through. I was really... Uh, keen to see like there was a, a Transformers type robot mm-hmm. and then there was a there's a Transformers show coming on mm-hmm. Netflix which yes. seems really dark uh, I'm a big Transformers fan as you could tell by this mm-hmm. Optimus Prime t-shirt I'm wearing um, but plenty of toy stuff I, I know we got um, we got a lot so before we go we wanted to make a brief PSA in an effort to be more interactive with you guys we opened a voicemail account yes voicemail remember those things uh, if you have a question that can't wait for the show, go ahead and call us at 862-250-5173. We'll do our best to answer the question on the next episode. Hey, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. And as always, if you want to learn more, there are links to all today's stories and places you, you can subscribe in the description below. For Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. I'm Mike Sorrentino. Thanks for joining us.